0: Welcome to the Wasika Small Town Big Stories Podcast, brought to you by Birdseye, Foods, and iTron. I'm your host, Ann Fitch, the Executive Director of the Wasika Area Chamber of Commerce, where we promote business and enhance community. Today I'm joined at the Suburban Furniture Table by Mason and Chloe Wadd of Mason Sweet Corn. Welcome, Mason and Chloe. Hi. Hi. Hi, I'm excited to have you guys here today. Uh, so today we're going to talk a little bit about you guys. Actually, we're going to talk a lot about you guys and a little bit about sweet corn. Um, so first, I kind of want to talk about you two. And can you guys uh, just introduce yourselves? We'll start with Chloe.
1: Okay, sounds good. Well, I'm Chloe Watt, if you haven't gathered that. I'm Mason's older sister. I am actually a Wasika graduate of 2023. 20, um, I am working three jobs right now. One of them includes our for your, our corn stand and extension office, and then at Baumgar's another local store, and then I will be showing up at the state fair for my with my sheep project for FFA and 4-H, and then uh, this fall I'll be going up to Kirkston and getting a double major in agribusiness and ag communications, and then minoring in animal science.
2: I'm her little brother. Nobody really talks about me much, but that's fine by me. <laughs> um, I have a lot less going on. Just the corn stand, really, and I like to hang out with my friends and try to get through school. I am going to be going into 11th grade, so that's kind of scary, but oh well, and that's really all you need to know.
0: Mason, I think you're underselling yourself a little bit. You, well, have, you were involved in other activities besides hanging out with your friends and the corn stand.
2: Well, theater and speech, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. What, what plays were you in?
2: Uh, I was in, most recently, Mamma Mia, mm-hmm. and I've been in Legally Blonde, Little Women, mm-hmm. and there was a play called Trap, it's not very well known, but then there was the one act, which was How to Survive, I think it was How to Succeed in High School Without Really Trying. And which so one of those
0: was your favorite one to be in?
2: My favorite, in terms of like this, the actual scale of it, probably Mamma Mia. But my favorite personally was Legally Blonde.
0: And what made that one your favorite?
2: Just because I didn't really know a whole lot about it and figured I'd give it a try.
0: Which one was your first play that you were in? The first one in high school? Yeah. Trap. Trap. Okay, very cool, very cool. Yeah, I, I saw most of those that you were in. And they were a lot of fun. Now, Chloe, have you gotten involved in the
1: theater, too? I was. I did it when I was a little girl, and then this year, senior year, I decided not to do track um, my senior year and try out theater instead. All my friends are doing it. It was Mamma Mia, so it was the perfect one to kind of re, re-swim in, I guess, or re-enter. So I, we got to do the sister and brother role, I guess, in the play.
0: You two seem to get along very well for brother and sister uh, that are close right, in age right, right now. Yeah, at the moment. Okay. Yeah, okay, no, well we
1: are pretty close. Yeah. Good. Well, thanks for keeping
0: it very very cordial, cordial. today. Yep. Now, now Mason, you you said you're involved in theater and speech um, and so I've got to ask, you know, you're 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 built like your dad, Trent, who's a big guy. Yep. Um so what what has made you what's what's driven you towards theater and speech um and away from the things that, you know, you'd think a big guy would be in like, like a football?
2: Well, I just have a lot of health concerns that I have to keep track of, mainly my brain and my heart. Cause I actually, I just recently had heart surgery on getting a mechanical valve. Okay. So that's just with all my health risks and being born prematurely, I just need to watch myself a little bit more and just be more cautious around that. And Sports have never really been my cup of tea anyway. That was more my sister's thing. Sure, sure. So I just figured I'd not do sports and let her have the hot spotlight there.
0: So I bet uh, you've sat through a lot of basketball games and volleyball games in your life. Oh, boy. Yep, definitely. <laughs> and you've sat through a lot of speech competitions. Uh, well, you go to you those, know. Chloe's?
1: You know, I don't want to throw off his mojo. He doesn't want me there. Yeah, he has a natural speech. gift to just be on his own. And
2: Speech isn't really something you want to go and observe. You just throw the kid at the speech competition and
0: afterwards ask how you did.
1: Mm-hmm. I watch his theater stuff, though. I like that. Yeah. I'm usually at most of his performances. Yeah,
0: those are a little more fun to go to yeah. and watch a speech competition.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's a bunch of kids speaking dramatically at a judge so i don't know how entertaining that would be but if you find that interesting go for it
0: (laughs) (laughs) now you said you're going to crookston this fall chloe i am and uh talk about a little bit more about your majors
1: so i will double major in agribusiness and ag communications um agribusiness just because i like numbers i'm good with math and communications i'm actually doing um, an internship with the university of minnesota extension program, which is basically, I'm a 4-H intern, and that really has to do with communication, and so I just want to replay that in my life and just have two majors that are very broad, so if I don't like one job, but I'm in the future, I can change, and I just have a very big path, um, big area that I can cover in agriculture with those two degrees. And then animal science, I love animals, and I just kind of want to minor in that just in case, if anything in the future, if it requires me to have it, I have it.
0: And now, speaking of loving animals, I understand you have a new addition that is in your house that maybe not a lot of people have in their home. Yes. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah.
1: So on actually Valentine's Day this year, so Valentine's Day 2023, um, I had a ewe lamb, three lambs, I guess, and one of them did not take to mom. She kind of kicked it out. It got super cold, so I brought in the house, and there it stayed for... About two months until I kicked it back outside, but she seems to be coming back in. Her name's Lucy, and she goes with me everywhere. Actually, the other day, I took her in my car. She sat there like a dog, you know, <laughs> ready, all, all, all ready to go, and she actually came to work with me. So I bring her all around the community, and I'll bring her to nursing homes before I leave for college here. I do kind of a program where I do, like, pet the farm animal. so gather a whole bunch of 4-H and FFA kids, and they have their animals, and we'll go to nursing homes so they can experience animals and maybe reminisce about their past. So, yeah, so she's kind of my furry friend that I take everywhere this summer. And
0: when you go to college, will Lucy be inside with you then, Mason? Me? Yes. No. <laughs> uh-uh. She nope. likes
1: my dad, Trent Wad, the big guy. They yep. kind of have a special connection. Yep, so. she
2: can stay with Dad. I'm out of here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and our golden retriever Otis. us. Okay.
0: So the so Lucy will stay with dad inside, but Mason, you're not taking care of Lucy. No,
2: that's not my area.
0: And what are what are your aspirations after after high school? If you're going into eleventh grade, this is kind of the time where you start to think, what do I want to do after school? Um You're already not, an entrepreneur. Yeah.
2: But I can't do that forever. But I don't know. I was thinking of maybe going into the trades, but I'm not quite sure about that. And I'm pretty good at language, so maybe there's something there. I'm not quite sure yet, but I just I'll figure it out I'll wing it
0: wing it. <laughs> Are the wad parents watching this? i think I think I think we'll work on the winging it yeah. in the next couple months here, Mason on yeah. getting formulating a, a better plan than winging it, <laughs> but nonetheless, you've got a little time yeah. um I want to talk about. Um, how, how Mason's Sweet Corn started. So, so first of all, how did we decide on Mason's Sweet Corn? And it wasn't Mason and Chloe's Sweet Corn or M&K's Sweet Corn. Where, where, how come Mason got all the, all the namesake here? Well,
2: a lot of people know Chloe more than they know me because she's just more active and more popular. So I figured I'd need something of my own, and, and that's where the name come from, came from.
0: Why well, aren't you in luck that she's going off to college here yeah. in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and now it's just going to be Mason?
2: hmm
0: yep. And Chloe, you're good with not having your name on the sweet corn?
1: Yeah, I have a lot of fame other places, so I'll let him take this one.
0: Mm-hmm. And talk about when the when the planting season starts, how many plantings you do, and how many hours you guys spend picking. And I assume it's not just you two. Mom and dad are yeah. also helping yeah. pick
1: and mom
2: and dad help, grandma and grandpa help when they're at home and they're pretty good
0: about mm-hmm.
1: that. We have so. a few employees that help us too. Yep. Just mm-hmm. young members. And how many
0: acres are you planting? Five acres. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what variety of sweet corn? It's
2: ambrosia sweet corn. So Weed. we
1: so we have five acres, which is five plantings. Each planting will be one. We separate them for what would you say a week. between each planting just so we can extend our sweet corn season and we don't have five acres to pick all at once Mm -hmm. um we do have a bi-colored so it's white and yellow and then it's a super sweet corn and the varieties and then
2: this year for our first planting we had a different variety which is similar but it just Mm -hmm. has a shorter growing season so we could start earlier got it tried catching the fair but i don't think that'll we were two days off yep we were two days off so,
0: what's the difference between the white and the yellow sweet corn?
1: Um,
2: some is just sweeter. Okay. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: just... The either corn tends to be bicolored, which is white and yellow. That tends to be a little bit more sweeter than if it was all yellow corn. Yellow corn is more of the firmer, tougher, um less sweet. Some mm. people actually do prefer that. They usually tend to grow bigger than ours, but personally I like the super sweet corn. Sure. So. Mm-hmm.
0: And then how many How many ears do you yield out of your five acres? Um,
1: Roughly.
2: Well, it's, I...
1: It varies year to year. So we have problems like raccoons, pests, bugs. This
2: year was drought. Yeah. not a lot of rain.
1: Yeah. And so we usually get about one cob off of each stock and about every, I would say five stocks. We actually, like out of 10, we only get five actual ears.
0: There's only one ear per stock of corn?
1: hmm Sometimes there's two, but when we pick it, only one's really fully mature, and the other one's just a little baby.
0: Is that normal? I mean, I don't know anything about stocks. Yep. Corn. Yeah,
1: that's normal. Mm-hmm. Most of the picture, you know, like the coloring kids' books, they have two ears on each sweet corn, and that's not accurate. That
0: is just a corn lie. I know. I feel duped. Mm-hmm. I feel duped by the elementary education system. Mm-hmm. I'm mad. That's okay. Well, yeah, I thought that these stalks were flourishing with ears upon oh, ears.
1: No. From a
2: certain point of view, it's not wrong. It's just that one's less developed.
1: Yeah, but and even it, there's and some stalks that grow and they don't have any corn on it. They're just there. They're show stalks. Yeah, yeah. Taking, up, mm-hmm. taking up space. Taking up space. Yeah. Taking
0: up valuable corn yield space. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Uh, and so in actual reality, you know, we plant five acres in reality, we probably wouldn't even get half of what we're, what we planted or of what's there.
0: Wow. hmm Huh. And those are, and you guys hand pick. We do. Yep. We do. Holy cow. And we don't cow. do
1: machinery pick as it bruises the corn and we don't want to sell that to customers.
0: Sure. You want the, you want it to yep. look nice and exactly. taste good. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's so much work that goes into it. Holy cow. Yes, yep. it does. Oh my gosh. So it seems like an unbelievable bargain when you put it that way. Mm-hmm. That first of all, you're not getting a yield, a hundred percent yield per stock and that you're handpicking it. Mm-hmm. Wow. You guys put in a lot of work and I'm just over mm-hmm. here, non on cobs, uh, taking it all for granted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And we try to keep our prices lower um, than most people around us, just because we are local. We're not in yeah. it to make a huge amount of money. You know, Money is nice, mm-hmm. but we also want to have Give people. it to
2: the people. They want. Give it, it. to the people.
1: Mm-hmm. Fresh, local, I and know. cheap. There's enough sky high prices that we don't want to gouge you. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, what is what is the money going towards? What
1: are, what are you, yeah?
2: Just my college, and mm-hmm. if there's anything that catches my eye, really.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's just money for me to have and to save.
1: It's a summer job. It yep. only takes a few weeks out of the summer, but it is really truly your summer job. Mm-hmm. You're out there at 8 a.m. getting everything ready, and then you sell for the day, and then you get back, and then you pick until 10 at night. Yep. So it is really a summer job,
2: Doesn't, and then all the
1: money goes towards in the term, college.
2: In terms of like how many days it wor- you work, it's not very much, but it is your entire day.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. that Well, it's very, very laborious work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. What's what's the coolest thing you've purchased so far with your corn money?
2: Well I actually recently just got a new computer.
0: Awesome. So mm-hmm. We've
2: been needing an office computer for a while and figured I could get one and so we can
1: You work also on. used it to buy a car.
2: Yep. And I paid partially for a car. Very
1: yep. cool. Yep.
2: Can't drive yet, but I'm working on it.
0: Good. Good. Yep. Are you two co owners or is Chloe your employee?
1: We're co-owners. Uh, You'd yeah. like to say I'm. I'm Would an employee. Would you get mad but... if I said
2: employee? I think
1: <laughs> I put too much time in it just to say I'm an employee.
2: Yeah, let's just put go co-owner and do
1: yeah. it at that.
0: Okay. And what? And what is the what is the brother sister dyan- dynamic? I mean, your co-owners what is do you are you equal decision makers is there a lot of um, I'd like to do it this way I don't think that's a very good idea because family businesses are difficult Mm -hmm. um, even when you're not teenagers Mm -hmm. how often do mom and dad have to intervene Um, what's what's it like having a business with your teenage sister
2: Usually one of us will pitch an idea and then we'll go back and forth on it and then we'll ask mom and dad for what they think and go from there. Our
1: parents are a huge factor into it. I work with more of my dad of like what type, when are we going to plant, like how do we plant it and Mason kind of works on the how are we going to promote it? You know, like where are we going to sell it? Where do we want to sell it? Like all the logistical things like the yeah. scheduling. All that stuff. And me and my dad are more of the.
2: Yep, they help more. will be. They help more with the preparation, and mom and I are more of the selling and the mm-hmm. marketing.
1: So we kind of have our jobs that we go with, but in the end, it's, I say we're fairly good. We haven't had any screaming matches as of late. So good,
0: good. Because your dad has uh, an, an agronomy and agribusiness background. Yes. Correct. And yep. mom has a design and marketing type background. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, sure, that all lined up pretty well. Yes, it mm-hmm. did. That's awesome um now how do you how do you two like to eat your corn are you on the cob are you off the cob what toppings are ideal i
2: i just do it with a little bit of mayo some hot sauce mix it in salt and pepper that's it
1: okay he's a flavor guy he's like the mexican street i'm
0: the i'm the spice guy i'm more of the
1: old-fashioned on the cob slab butter and a whole bunch of salt and color good
0: okay do you judge anybody for how they eat their corn nope Corn is corn. No. No matter how you eat it. Yeah,
1: I eat corn raw sometimes, so I can't judge anybody. It's, raw? Yeah, it's really good. I mean, you don't want to eat a lot of it. It'll make you sick, but you can like, eat it raw. Like without cooking it.
0: Like you just take it off the stock oh, and yeah. then. Yeah,
1: if I want a snack during picking, you just peel it and eat it.
0: What is it? I mean, what it does tastes, it taste
1: like? It tastes about the same. Just the texture is a little bit different, but.
0: And Mason, have you tried this? Nope.
1: I don't but know. I haven't had
0: it out in the field of raw. I mean, I'll eat a raw green bean, but raw corn on the cob just doesn't sound appetizing, Chloe, but I'm not going to judge you because as Mason said, corn exactly. is corn no matter how you eat it. So Yep,
1: can't judge. I don't know, Mason, I might judge her a little bit. I'm not sure. it's fine by me. Okay,
0: thank you. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How long do you foresee doing this? How long do you see Mason Sweet Corn going? Um, because it, eventually you two are going to graduate college. You're going to take jobs somewhere else. Um, how long do you see this happening?
2: Um, realistically, probably until I graduate. But we might, depending on how close I stay to the home place, we might continue it for a couple more years after I graduate.
1: Okay. I see it as once I kind of move away and maybe once he moves away, we'll definitely downsize. And I think our parents will kind of take it over and just do, we we have an at-home stand that we always have mm-hmm. just on your honor. And I feel like our parents will continue that just because it's fun a little bit. Yeah. And you know, it great. It makes money and why not? So I feel like our parents might continue it for a few more years after we're gone. But.
0: Would you consider hiring maybe some local uh, 4-H kids or anything to, to do it or... Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. We actually have two employees hired, um, some younger girls. If you pop out to the stand and see them, their names are Abby and Hannah Summers. They're wonderful to work with. Um, I first see them maybe taking a little bit more of a role once they get a little bit older and can drive and just really want that summer money and that summer job.
0: Very cool. I, I Sometimes I don't know if you two understand how neat it is that as Teenagers, you have a business. I understand that mom and dad help out and they do what they do, but realistically, you two are kids who have a viable, legitimate business, and I just think that you two should understand how cool that is, and it should be—it's commendable. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to see that this is going on, how many years now?
2: Twenty nineteen, so five years. Four. Four years. I'm, Four years. Whoops, my bad. It's okay.
1: I'm- said i'm good at math so four years yep i'm
2: significantly worse at math
1: yeah no it's even from my perspective like i i've seen the growth we started at one acre in nicollet from my grandparents farm we just called it mace we drive over there every night and bring it back and forth and the next year we had three acres and at our home Mm -hmm. and then five and now five again just seeing that growth and seeing the growth within us i look back at my snapchat memories i'm just like oh my gosh like that's what we did and now just seeing even the way we stand like the our setup and just where we're at selling at bomb have you know help from other people that we employ just seeing that it's really cool to think that you know we're still teenagers or i guess i'm an adult but i was a teenager you're still a
0: teenager chloe wait till you turn 20 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: just seeing that that's really cool and just yeah
0: yeah it is it It is you guys should be really proud of what you've accomplished and what you have yet ahead of you um Before we before we wrap it up, I really want to ask you, Chloe, about your experience with Miss Minnesota. Yeah, like,
1: Let's talk about it. You
0: ran for Miss Minnesota.
1: We did. So I have a local title actually in Moseka County. Um, Miss Southern Minnesota is my title, and I was crowned here in January um, just last month in June. I competed for Miss Minnesota on the Miss Minnesota stage, up at Treasure Island. It was awesome. I've met so many amazing people, and the scholarships and just their even community service. It's amazing to see, like what I've achieved just doing it, and what other people's have, what other women have achieved through it.
0: Was it um, as hard as you thought it was going to be?
1: It was definitely hard. It was eye opening. I never thought I would run for a pageant. To be honest, I just wanted a local title and represent with Sika, and then I. I kind of got more than what I bargained for, but yeah, it's just been inspiring to see what everyone's achieved through it.
0: Now, Mason, Mm -hmm. would you rather go to basketball, volleyball, or pageant to follow your sister around? Uh, You didn't go to the pageant? pageant. No, I didn't go to the pageant. Mason, I I think you missed out. Well, I don't think I did. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably a very valid statement. I don't know. I've been to a couple pageants and they're kind of fun. They're they're, yeah. they're not too bad. So if she does run for another one, I implore you to go watch your mm-hmm. sister in the pageant. Um, now, where can people buy your sweet corn uh, when it's in season?
2: Uh, we have a standout at the Baumgars parking lot in town. And then we have a stand at home.
1: Which is five miles north of Waseca. And then we'll also be at the Waseca Farmers, Farmer's Market, Market almost yep. every Saturday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. This
0: is awesome. I really appreciate you guys coming to join me and, yeah. and talk to me about Mason's sweet corn. This thank was you. this was a ton of fun. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. Absolutely. Thank you to our sponsors, Birdseye Foods and iTron. Um, they make it possible for us to share the big stories of our small town. Join us next time on Wasika Small Town Big Stories.